Hey guys, welcome to Our Path Podcast. We're very happy to have you guys join us here in the new year. New year, new us. And this is actually the first episode of our brand new podcast here, Our Path Podcast. Great to have you. Today, we're actually going to be discussing something that's pretty relevant to um, the calendar date here, January 6th, New Year's resolutions and goals, because everybody's setting them, and not everybody's following through with them. Every single year, you set the same goal. You want those washboard abs or that that nice butt, but nobody ever sticks with it. So why is that? Well, I feel like what it really boils down to is the fact that people try and change their entire lifestyle within like 12 hours, which is not realistic by any standards. You know, there is no point within the actual regular year where it's like July 31st, like, okay, August 1st tomorrow, I'm going to eat healthy and work out five times a week. Like, there's nobody that's ever been able to follow through with that because you you have to build up to that goal. Any legitimate goal needs planning, preparation, and a layout of how you're going to actually accomplish that goal. Just because you say you're going to go to the gym seven days a week doesn't mean you're actually going to do it. It's unrealistic to start off with something like that. And I don't think you should wait for the new year to do that. I think when you're ready for it, you should you should plan it out and start it. And then maybe into the new gear, you can build off of that. That might be maybe a bit of a safer bet than, okay, uh, tomorrow, instead of having my usual stuff, I'm going to eat three salads and work out for two hours as seven days a week. It's just, it's not attainable for anybody unless you're an Olympic athlete. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't just go on Wikipedia and find out what the best diet is for fat loss. And then that's for you. Cause I guess just to play into the exercise resolution, cause that's what 90% of people end up doing for new year's resolutions you can't just go on Google and find out what the best option is for everybody out there because everybody's different. And it's not even just with the exercise goal, it's with everybody. You know, you can't just set a goal that you think that's good for everybody, but it's not good for you. It's got to be good for you. And if it's good for you, you probably shouldn't be waiting until January 1st anyway. And if you are going to set a New Year's resolution, it should be something that is actually attainable. You need to start slow. So once again, to use the working out routine, um, you maybe start eating a healthier, just chick, picking healthier snacks and then working out like once a week. And then the following week, you you choose a better lunch or a better dinner or you make more protein and then you work out twice a week. And you kind of over a couple months build this routine into your schedule that already exists because obviously you're not just some lump that sits on the couch and doesn't do anything. And then suddenly you're going to be this productive monster in the new year. You probably have a job. You probably already have things to take care of. Maybe you've got kids. Who knows? So you kind of have to think about your routine that you already got and how you can fit that into the routine that you currently have. Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's a saying out there, it's how do you eat an elephant, and it's it's one bite at a time, and I think that's perfectly uh, relevant with New Year's resolutions. Like, I know for me personally, in years past, it's like, oh, this year I'm going to, you know, lose all that fat, I'm going to, you know, get those washboard abs or whatever, and, you know, the next day I'm eating three salads a day, and I'm, I'm in my room doing planks, and, you know, I do that for... For two months and eventually, you know, you're not seeing progress because you're just not doing it right. And, you know, by February 1st, March 1st, you're you're done because instead of trying to eat the elephant one bite at a time, you just try to eat the whole elephant at one time. And that's just not attainable. If you look at somebody who already has commitment issues and they try to take on a massive New Year's resolution, how likely is it that they can actually succeed at it? You already have issues with committing to simple things, and you try to say you're going to drop 50 pounds within January. We'll use that as an example because we've been 
using the typical. Yeah, the most common one. Right, yeah. right. So if you have commitment issues and you think you're going to drop 50 pounds, what makes you think you can do that? I mean, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but you have to truly want this goal. So if you really do want it, you should start with something way more simple, way more basic. We don't want to go to extremes here, and I think that's where a lot of people, just like we've said before, end up falling flat. Is they pick something that's just not realistic. No one's going to go into the gym and deadlift seven hundred pounds right off the bat with no prior experience. It's just not something you need that's to realistic. Start small, absolutely. Yeah. Interestingly enough, um, this is per Discover Healthy or HappyHabits.com. Um, in one 2014 study. 35% of the participants who failed their New Year's resolutions said that they had unrealistic goals. So there it is right there. Setting unrealistic expectations for yourself, not following through, and then look at you. You're sitting there in March like, okay, well, 2023 is my year. No. <laughs> you could simply start small. It's a snowball effect. You know, you start small. Snowballs always start small. You don't just build a giant snowball. You roll right. it. You have right. to start somewhere. And if you set your goal too big... Then, you, like we've been talking about, you, there's no way, I mean, in one month you can change your lifestyle. I mean, people try and do it in 24 hours. Like, I'm going to quit drinking for January. I'm going to lose all that weight. Like, you need to start small. You need to create a plan that's realistic and it complements your life. It doesn't dictate your life. And then slowly integrate that into your daily routine. And I think another another really helpful thing for people to do is actually to keep track of their progress. So I've seen I've seen this in a video I watched a while ago. Um, you know, let's say you're trying to quit drinking or whatever it is. You know, let's use drinking as an example. You're trying to get sober for the new year. <coughs> Instead of just stopping and that's it, set a stopwatch on your phone from the moment you stop drinking. And then when you when you feel like you're about to relapse or whatever it is, take a look at that stopwatch. Like, oh look, I got six hundred and eight hours on here. Actually, you know? a really good idea. I got like 608 hours of soberness, and I'm going to sacrifice 10 minutes for 600 hours. It might make you think twice about um, relapsing really on that goal. It's a really good way to look and at that, it. Absolutely. And that do, that doesn't go for just drinking. Obviously, if you're if you're working out, start keeping track of how many weeks you've started, you've worked out, or how many days you've worked out. Keep track of how long you've worked out, or keep track of that weight loss. Because once you look at that scale and you see that, you know. From the time you started, let's say you started in January, it's now March, you've seen that scale dip down 10 pounds. What are the odds you're going to stop? Why would you? You right. know you know what you're doing is working and you're seeing progress. People are like, oh, yeah, Tony, you're looking slimmer this year, man. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. But people are not only are people going to notice, but you are going to know that you're still on that track because you've been keeping track and you've been keeping yourself accountable. And I think keeping track of your progress is the best way to stay accountable. I think another goal that a lot of people end up setting for the New Year's is, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of the year, yep. which not impossible. <laughs> only if you listen to Gary Vee. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> only if you start a drop shipping company through Amazon and make $30 million a day, whatever. <laughs> but there, you need, and if you want to actually make more money, if you want to increase your net worth, if you want to build up your assets, there are ways to do it. I don't necessarily agree with just buying some $400 course online that ends up putting you in the hole anyways. You're only making the other will. guy money. Absolutely. So say you wanted to start investing. Well, say you earn $500 a week. Is it wise to just start putting $250 into Robinhood every week to try and become a millionaire if you know nothing about the stock market, nothing about investing, nothing in even in that regard? It makes no sense. 
How are you going to be able yeah. to pay your bills if you're throwing away half your paycheck on investments that you're not even sure are going to turn out to give you a profit in the end? So what yeah. would be something smarter? Well, if you make $500 a week and you want to start investing, but you're not sure how, the first thing you can do is increase your financial knowledge. So checking out finance books, books YouTube. regarding investing, YouTube, other podcasts that specifically target investing, investment strategies, those would be great places to start. And as far as the actual investment goes, instead of putting half of your paycheck into a stock, why don't you put, because a lot of companies like Robinhood will allow you to buy smaller portions of a stock than the actual full share of the stock, you could invest a dollar of your paycheck if you wanted to which would make a lot more sense. Now, you might not make a lot of money. You probably won't. You're not going to become no overnight millionaire with that dollar. And nobody does. Right. But you're on a better path, you're on a smarter path, and you're more likely to accomplish a different goal, which would be to start investing, to get smarter about finance. You get into the habit. Right. And it makes a lot more sense than dumping half a paycheck, which will probably never get you anywhere. Right. Yeah. And even outside of the investing analogy, it just goes for everything. You just, you have to start small. You have to. It's a snowball effect. Goals are snowball effects most of the time. Um, If your goal, I know we keep beating up on this analogy, but if your goal is to lose weight, don't think that you're going to be 25 pounds lighter by February. It's just not going to, it's not realistic. It's not. So set that diet goal and I don't personally, I really don't believe in diets that much. I don't think that they really work for anybody. I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're maintainable. I don't think that you can stay on like a keto diet for years and years and years on end. I think for a lot of people, you set that just easy standard for yourself. You know, I'm going to eat in proportion. And when I do eat, I'm going to eat healthier options. But if I don't, I'll eat in proportion. I'll work out three days a week. If I can't, then, you know, it sucks. But I'm going to, I'm going to try and do it every single week. If you fail, you fail, but you got to start small. If you were to go from eating a 500-carb daily diet to keto, that's a loss of 500 carbs every day that you do that diet. Yeah, You're going to be lagging. You're not going to feel that well. It's going to be very, very hard to stick to that. And you're likely going to fail, again, with the big whole trying to eat an elephant with one bite. It doesn't make sense. One bite at a time. I remember I was listening to a podcast earlier this year uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Swanace, and he made a blue light uh, glasses company, and he's, like, huge. And he had a drinking problem. He's from Australia, and he was drinking a lot on a daily basis, and he finally decided that enough's enough, and he's like, all right, I'm done drinking. And instead of saying, I'm never picking it up ever again, this is it, I'm done, he said, I'm just going to, I'm not going to do it for one day. One day, I'm not going to drink. Okay. And then he got through a day and he's like, I'm going to go two days without drinking. And then he went through another day. That was two. So, like, okay, let's see if I can do it for a week. He goes a week. Then it was a month. Then it was a year. And he kept building off of that. And he's been sober for countless years now because you just, that one day he took that small little step instead of saying, okay, for the next year, I'm not going to do it. Okay. For the next day, a day is more attainable than an entire year. It's eating, a, eating the elephant one bite at a time. I, I think a common trait a lot of people have with their goals and the people who actually attain those goals is motivation. They have this underlying thing that's keeping them awake and saying, you know, we got to do this. We got to do this now. Or, you know, it's it's really time to start getting in the gym or it's time to start making more money. Um, a perfect example would be our real estate broker. 
Um, he quit his UPS job, comfortable wages, I would say. Yeah, he was, and he was comfortable. He, he couldn't take it anymore. He, he quit his job. And the first year in real estate, he does 60 transactions. He does $6 million in one year, which is insane for a first-year realtor. But he's a single father with two kids he's got to raise. He's got to do something. So he's got that underlying motivation. It's called intrinsic motivation. That motivation can make the difference of you feeling like your resolution is a chore. Yes. When it feels like you have to do this because it's a chore. Because who, you told yourself you would. Right. Who wants to do a chore? <laughs> Almost nobody. Yeah. But if you have that drive, that intrinsic motivation, so it comes from inside of you. Yeah. You want to do this. You want to do better. You want to succeed. That motivation will drive you to that point of success. Yes. There's there's two different kinds of motivation. Like we just touched on intrinsic motivation, which is an underlying thing. It's, oh, okay, I, you're not chasing money, which is extrinsic. Intrinsic is like, okay, how am I going to feed my family this morning? Yeah. And you do whatever you can to do that. And intrinsic motivation is ideally what you want. Yeah. Extrinsic motivation is, okay, I'll give you $5 to do this. And then you're motivated to do it for that allotted time. And then you're never motivated to do it again. Whereas intrinsic motivation doesn't ever go away because you're always motivated to do. You, you have to feed your family. So yeah. you have to get out there and do it. Yeah. Even an example with me would be a goal I set for myself years and years and years, probably since like sophomore year. I always wanted to lose this weight. I wanted to lose this weight so bad. And then New Year's, New Year's Eve would come around, and I'm like, all right, January 1st, I'm going to start eating healthier. I'm going to start working out. And there I was in the basement lifting some weights and eating healthier for maybe till the middle of February. And then I would skip a day. I would skip two days and then three days. And then here I am, December. Once again, January 1st is about to roll around. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it again this year. I'm going to do it again. It, it wasn't until I went through a rough patch earlier this year, June into July. As soon as that situation ends, I've got this un, this um this underlying motivation where I'm like, okay, you know, I saw myself in the mirror. I, I wasn't I was stressed out. I wasn't eating a lot. I was losing weight. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, now this is over. What am I going to do about it? And there I am, eating a little bit more, going to the gym. I've been working out three times a week since middle of July. And it's, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, but I've got that underlying thing that keeps me awake. You know, I, I didn't wait until New Year's to start it. I waited until something kind of woke me up. And not that that has to happen for everybody, but if you want to achieve a goal, you have to have a reason you want to achieve that goal. You have to have a, a drive to, to want to achieve that goal. If you don't, you're not going to stick with it. Most of the time, if you don't it's have feel that... like a chore. Yeah, just because the calendar changed doesn't mean that you're now obligated to lose weight. You have to have that drive. There's nothing saying it has to be in January. It could be in July. It could be in February. doesn't matter when. If you have that drive, you will achieve that goal. And then once you see that progress, it all ties together. Once you see that progress, you see that scale go down, you see that bank account go up, now, now you're going to have all that motivation, and you're not going to want to stop because that snowball is getting bigger. Eventually, it's just going to keep rolling. No, you're not going to have to push it. So that's that's the whole thing. That's the whole game. I know for me, I started working out at the end of uh, freshman year of high school, going into our sophomore year of high school, originally with the desire to get stronger for football. But I wasn't really that committed to football. It wasn't really something I wanted. But the idea of getting stronger, the idea of getting better and bettering myself to be a better person, and I saw that through getting adding strength, that's what motivates me to go into the gym. That constant desire to be better, to be stronger, to always outperform my past self 
drives me, even when I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I had a hard day, to do it anyways. To, because I always want to be better than who I was yesterday. And it's not just for working out. It's for anything that I do. I always have that motivation to always be better than who I was. And that pushes me. It doesn't have to be working out. It can be any goal. If I'm committed to it, the knowledge that I can be better than I was yesterday will always yep. push me to attain it. Precisely. That's a fantastic exactly. point. The only person you should ever be competing with or comparing yourself to is the person you were yesterday. Exactly. It's the only person you should ever compare yourself to or compete with. Yeah. Like it's easy to walk into the gym and see that dude that's absolutely jacked walk by. Right. But he's also been on a strict diet and a strict workout plan for five years now. And you potentially know, taking suppl- he might, supplements. He might be on unquote. the juice. Right. You but, never know who you're yeah. looking at. But real talk, I mean, it's it. you can't compare yourself to anybody besides yourself because the only person who's got the same path as you is you. Right. I can't compare me. I can't even compare myself really to Drew. I guess Drew would be the most comparable person to me because we're kind of doing the same thing. But I can't compare myself to Brandon or compare myself to you because why would I? We're on two different, very different paths. I I, can, I listen to a lot of podcasts for anybody listening here. And um, one of the podcasts, another one I listened to earlier, it, it's a podcast called The Passionate Few. Fantastic podcast. But... Um, he was interviewing a psychologist named Dr. John Demartini, and Dr. Demartini made a great point of a lot of times you have these same qualities that other people have that you envy. So, like, let's just say, for example, that somebody is either you know really strong and really uh, athletic, or another guy's really good at talking to girls. Uh, a lot of times you have that same quality, but you're suppressing it and you're you're shaming yourself for it because that guy is better in your eyes. When in reality, you're you could be just as good as that guy, and, and like the point we just made, the only person you should ever compare yourself to is yourself. And he said in he said in the interview that envy is ignorance and imitation is suicide. You never want to imitate other people either. Stick to your own guns. Exactly, exactly it. Once you start, once you put on a facade, you can't. Eventually, you're not going to be able to keep it up. It's going to catch up with you. But yeah. It shouldn't feel like a chore. It really shouldn't. If it's if it feels like a chore, you're never going to keep up with it. You're just not. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't wait to pick up sticks in my yard. Like, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to go. I'm, I'm going to pick up sticks 13 times right. this year. Like, no, that's a chore. Right. Yeah, and like Dean just said, chores are nothing to look forward to. And if your goals are boring like a chore, like, your goals should be exciting. Your goals should be like, right. you're excited. Okay, I get to wake up this morning and I get to chase this thing. And if you're not excited to get up and chase it, then there's a pretty good chance that you're probably not in the right space. Your goal is probably not realistic or as realistic as it should be. And, and that's something to pay attention to. A really good goal can actually motivate you to do better in other parts of your life, not just the one that you're specifically targeting. Yeah. So if you think about it, if we go back to the idea of investing and you want to, you know, gain more of increase your net worth, well, the only way you're going to originally add on is through work. You need a job to earn money. So if you want that goal of becoming wealthier through investing, what's going to end up motivating you to go to work? Because you know that the only way that you can get the money to start that investment strategy is to go to work. And you have to think when you get up in the morning, you know what? I'm alive. I'm able to do this. I'm able to 
have this job, to work this job, to accomplish another goal. That's a great source of motivation, knowing that this one task can help you reach your other goal and just being thankful that you are actually able to do it. There's people who would kill to be in your position. There are people who would kill to be able to go to work that day, to be able to get up and work out that day, but they can't. For whatever reason, they're limited, whether it's a disability or whatever this case might be, they can't do it. Just think about how lucky you are to be who you are to be able to do the things that you can. Yep, exactly. There's people that would kill for the New Year's resolution you want to set because they just want to be able to do it. So I think that in and of itself is motivation, at least for me. You know, when you're lifting weights at the gym, there's people out there that will never be able to lift 40 pounds above their head because, you know, they're, they're disabled or whatever it is, you know. People who can't even lift five pounds for medical reasons. Yeah, right? I mean, one of them being our own mom. I mean, she can't she can't do too much because of a back injury, unfortunately. So, you know, it's it sucks seeing it, but it makes you feel um gratitude i guess for what you what you have you know and my mom still loves to cook and all that like she's got her own things that she does um to stay busy but you know it just makes you take a step back for a second and think about what you have and how lucky you are i guess and to wrap up this podcast here to kind of close it out we're going to talk about our new year's resolutions and kind of what we're going to do uh what we're going to expect of ourselves going into the new year uh, to to make those a reality. So uh, we're going to start with Dean. <laughs> Actually, I just wrote I just wrote my official 2022 bucket list, um, I think like cool. a day or two ago. Um, I wrote one last year. I actually have a picture of it. I wrote one last year, and I completed every objective on my list. Um, let's see, we said, I said get a car, go to real estate school, enjoy the summer, yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. So I completed every single one of those objectives. Now this year, what we got is learn how to cook, keep up the workout. So just continue with the streak that I'm already on. Make 20k in real estate. I want to see some sort of success in real estate. Get my money up. Grow the podcast to 200 listeners and 1,000 followers on Instagram or TikTok or whatever the platform is. And then this is actually I stole this from our real estate broker. Enjoy the ride. This year I want to enjoy the ride. I want to, I want to, for January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, I want to enjoy every single month as much as I did the last. I want to enjoy the ride and I want to make new memories. That's, that's pretty much, that's my biggest one. I'd say it's just enjoying the, enjoying life, man. Tony. I would like to carry over the idea of growing the podcast. Absolutely. That whole idea though, about enjoying the ride, making new memories and living the best life that you can. I don't want to say living each day as if it's your last because that's almost a depressing thought, but constantly improving in the sense of having better days after better days, that's a big one for me. I feel like I've had some really rough days, I would say, the past couple of years, and I just keep telling myself that the next day is going to get better. The day gets better as it goes on. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that the day gets better as it goes on. I'm not one of those people where you wake up in the morning and that's the highlight of your day. I consider that the low point. The highlight of my day is yet to come. Ground zero is when it's only going to get better. I I still have my own goals about working out specific numbers and targets that I want to hit and the routine I have to follow that. I also have certain investment goals that I would like to hit and a specific routine that I've outlined to get to those goals. 
I'm subject to market forces, of course. We'll see what happens, but I think I can do a pretty good job. Uh, kind of like what Dean said, I'm looking to carry over my workout routine, and I know him and I had talked about uh, starting a cut in March to get in good shape for the summer, so that is something I really look forward to doing. Um, I really, like the other two said, I'm really looking forward to growing this podcast and, and reaching out to uh, people beyond our sphere of influence, you know, new listeners from all over the country. Um, I think that's, I've always wanted to have uh, an influence on people and to have a reach. So I think if we could do that, I mean, like what Dean said, 200 listeners and a thousand followers on Instagram, that'd be great. And um, I just wanted, like what Dean said, enjoy the ride. Like uh, personal happiness is something you can't buy. You can't ever buy personal happiness. And if you have that on your side, you're, I mean, that coupled with confidence and you're an unstoppable human being. So just working on those two things and our, our broker in our real estate office had a really great idea of, of writing a letter to yourself at December 31st, write a letter to yourself and just say like, you know, you have the best year of your life in 2022. What does that look like? And detail that in your letter so that way, you know, you're in March, you really don't want to go to the gym, whatever it is, you think about that letter and your past self, what they're expecting of you. And it, it keeps you, you know, keeps you motivated, keeps you with that intrinsic motivation of, okay, I really have to make this happen because I'm expecting it, not what other people are expecting. So um, that's kind of how I plan on executing it. And those are the things that I really want to work on. Yeah, pretty much. And we're going to keep you guys accountable too. <laughs> not going to get away with it or we're going to find you oh yeah we're going to track down each and every one of our listeners make sure you guys are keeping up on your goals that's right and viewing our Instagram stories right <laughs> yeah alright guys thank you very much for joining us here today for our very first episode we hope that you'll tune in next week and we hope to see you then yeah so I know we uploaded on a Thursday um, it's going to continue to be Mondays from now on though so tune in next Monday um, for our next episode we thank you guys for listening be sure to stay tuned. We have a bunch of good stuff coming out. Spread the word with your friends. Like and share. Do whatever you got to do. If you enjoy it, the only thing we ask is that you spread the word and you keep listening. Thank you.